Believe it or not, if you're doing your own bookkeeping, you have a chart of accounts. You may just have a list of accounts you use periodically, but this is your actual chart of accounts. Whether you're a small business owner, a virtual online bookkeeper, or a virtual assistant doing bookkeeping, you will use a chart of accounts when doing your bookkeeping. Today we're jumping into what your chart of accounts is, how you should maintain it, and why it even matters to your small business. We're breaking down each part of your chart of accounts and discussing what each section means as well as how you should be recording your transactions. If you struggle with this in your business, I promise after this episode, you will gain more confidence and you will find you have one less reason to hold off on doing your bookkeeping on a consistent basis. I want to give you all the tools to make sure you understand your business finances and that they are up to date so you have accurate information to make smart business decisions. Listen in as we clear all the confusion around your chart of accounts and what each account really means. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Are you looking for a computerized software solution to do your bookkeeping? I highly recommend checking out QuickBooks Online. I've been using QuickBooks myself for over 20 years and they really know how to streamline processes and make your bookkeeping and recording your transactions simple and easy. QuickBooks is one of the top software solutions used by small business owners and I would say that over 95% of my clients are currently using QuickBooks for their businesses. One of the features most of my clients and I take advantage of is the option to set up bank feeds. You simply link your bank account to your QuickBooks account and QuickBooks will automatically import each transaction into your QuickBooks file. You'll save a ton of time not having to manually enter each of these transactions. You simply review each of the transactions and make sure they're getting recorded to the appropriate account. And then click one button and they're in. Want to know more? Head over to financialadventure.com QuickBooks and learn how you can save 50% off of your first three months. Welcome back. If you do bookkeeping on any level, you've more than likely heard the term chart of accounts. You may or may not know what this means, but today we're going to dive deep into what it is and why it's so important to your small business. I'm going to start out by saying that no matter what system you're using to do your bookkeeping, you'll have a chart of accounts. If you use an Excel spreadsheet, QuickBooks Desktop, 
or QuickBooks Online, Wave, or something similar, there will come a point in time where you will need to decide how to allocate each transaction to a specific account. This is where your chart of accounts comes into action. Whether you have a shoebox of receipts or a nicely balanced check register, you'll need to allocate each of these transactions to get a report showing you exactly how much of each transaction you had or a summary to do your tax return at the end of the year. I want to encourage you, no matter what system you use, to try to do it on a consistent basis so you don't feel overwhelmed doing it all at one time. This is where I see people struggle and stress over getting everything ready prior to getting their taxes done. Bookkeeping doesn't have to be hard. I want you to imagine each of your transactions for your business. Now imagine you have a group of buckets, each one with a label on it, like telephone expense, for example. And all you need to do is take each of your transactions and put them into the bucket that best fits what that transaction was for. Each of these buckets represents an account on your chart of accounts. Once you're done, you simply take all the transactions from that bucket, add them up, and you have the total for that account. Pretty simple, right? Your chart of accounts sorts, organizes, and consolidates each of these accounts, making it easier for tracking each item. It's truly the backbone of your business's finances. So why, when some people hear the term chart of accounts or general ledger accounts, their palms start to sweat, they get nervous, and start to shut down. Well, maybe this is an extreme exaggeration, but in all reality, I believe it's realistically because they don't understand what the chart of accounts does for their business. If you're using a computerized software system like QuickBooks Desktop or QuickBooks Online, you can easily go to your chart of accounts and get familiar with each of these accounts you have set up for your business. I often get the question about having a number assigned to each of your accounts. This is something that many accountants will use, but in all honesty, I feel this is something that was used more in the past. With all of the computerized software systems that are out there now, the account numbers have just started to disappear and people are just using the actual name of the account rather than the number. And let's be honest. If we don't have to remember that your checking account has the account number 1001 attached to it, that's just one less thing to worry about. Make it simple for your business and don't use account numbers. We're going to start with a quick bird's eye view. When you look at your chart of accounts, you will notice that it's broken into sections. This is done so as you record transactions into each account, it's properly deciding where in your financial statements the amounts should go. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about your financial statements being made up of your balance sheet and profit and loss report, which is also sometimes called your income statement. Each time you put something into a bucket that belongs on your balance sheet, those items go directly to that report. When you put something into a bucket that belongs on your income statement, these amounts show up on your income statement. This process ensures you have the accurate and useful information to make smart business decisions. The sections in your chart of accounts are assets, liabilities, equity, revenue, and expenses. Here's a quick explanation of each of these items. 
Your assets are anything that you own. This would be items like your checking account, accounts receivable, and fixed assets. Your liabilities are anything that you owe, like your accounts payable or bills that you need to pay. Loans and credit cards would fall into this category. Your equity is the difference between your assets and your liabilities and also includes any personal funds that you're taking out of your business. Your revenues are all the sales you've made in your business and your expenses are any costs that you incur in your business. Your chart of accounts should be tailored to your unique business. Each business will have a little different chart of accounts according to the nature of their business. You can always start with a sample chart of accounts and tweak it to exactly how you need your chart of accounts for your business. Normally, when you're recording your typical transactions, the majority of them are going to be going into your revenue and expense buckets. When you're deciding which accounts to add to your chart of accounts, don't go too overboard. Keep the end result in mind. If there's a certain expense you'd like to see the total for at any period of time, you would want to add this as an additional account on your chart of accounts. For example, if you do a lot of advertising and you'd like to know exactly how much money you've spent on Facebook ads, billboard advertising, and print advertising, each independently, you will probably want to set up a subcategory under your original advertising account for Facebook ads, billboard advertising, and print advertising. Then, when you go to record each of these transactions, you'll want to make sure you select the correct sub-account. Remember the saying, garbage in, garbage out. Well, that's exactly what you want to be thinking when you add sub-accounts. If you don't specifically record the transaction into the sub-account, you won't be able to get the quick reporting that you want when you originally set up your advertising accounts. What I don't want you doing is setting up an account for every single transaction though, especially if you don't see yourself needing to see a total for that specific account. For this, I'll give you an example of office expenses. We certainly want to see the total of our office expenses by the end of the year, but if you would set up a sub-account for paper, ink, envelopes, and stamps, you would need to record each of these purchases in that sub-account. If you never really even want to know how much you've specifically spent on envelopes, this could easily just be recorded in one main office expense account and would make your reporting much easier to read. Like I mentioned before, keep the end in mind. If there's a reason you would like to have an account set up, then set it up. But try not to go overboard with too many accounts. Keep it simple. Go through your chart of accounts and make sure you know what each of the accounts is for. If you have accounts on your chart of accounts that you never use, you should either delete them or at the very least make them inactive. Do not delete any chart of account item though that you have used in the past. If it was used before, even if it was for just one transaction, you want to make sure that this account stays in your chart of accounts and you'll want to inactivate it rather than deleting it. By keeping your chart of accounts nice and clean, it will eliminate any accidental entries in the wrong account when you're recording your transactions. Make sure that each account is clearly titled so you know exactly when you should be using it and it will help you remain consistent when recording your transactions throughout the year. Your chart of accounts will be a great starting point for you too 
if you're looking at setting up a budget. We'll talk more about budgeting in the future, but for now, just know that you could go through your chart of accounts and decide for the year just how much you think you would spend in each of the categories. It doesn't matter if you're just starting your business or if you've been in business for many years. Your chart of accounts is the most important aspect of your business's financial reporting. If you don't have your chart of accounts set up properly, your reporting will be off and you will not have accurate information to rely on. I'm going to post a sample chart of accounts in our Women Business Owners Ultimate DIY Bookkeeping Boutique. If you haven't joined our community yet, please join us. It is free and a great place to connect with other like-minded business owners and bookkeepers just like you. I'll post a link in the show notes or you can search Women Business Owners Ultimate DIY Bookkeeping Boutique on Facebook and you'll find us there. Even though this community is geared towards women, everybody is welcome. You can use this sample chart of accounts to start looking into your chart of accounts to make sure that everything is set up correctly. If you're working with an accountant or a bookkeeper, take some time and schedule a quick review of your chart of accounts with them. If you're doing your own bookkeeping, are a bookkeeper, or if you're a virtual assistant and you have questions regarding how your chart of accounts is set up, let me know. I'd be happy to help you. You can email me at info at financialadventure.com and I'll personally respond to your email. All right, to recap this episode. Number one, no matter what system you're using to do your bookkeeping, you will have a chart of accounts. Number two, you will need to allocate each of your transactions into one of those chart of accounts. Number three, each account in your chart of accounts is like a bucket to capture your transactions. Number four, understanding your chart of accounts will help your overall business finances. Number five, if you're using a computerized software system, you can easily go to your chart of accounts and start getting familiar with each of the accounts you have set up. Number six, your chart of accounts is broken into sections, which decides where in your financial statements the amounts are going to show up. Number seven, each business will have a little different chart of accounts according to the nature of their business. Number eight, when you're deciding which accounts to add to your chart of accounts, don't go too overboard. Keep the end result in mind and keep it simple. Number nine, by keeping your chart of accounts nice and clean, it will eliminate any accidental entries into the wrong account when you're recording your transactions. Number 10, make sure that each account is clearly titled. Number 11, your chart of accounts is the most important aspect of your business financial reporting. If you don't have your chart of accounts set up properly, your reporting will be off and you won't have the accurate information you need to rely upon. Number 12, Get a sample chart of accounts by visiting our Women Business Owners Ultimate DIY Bookkeeping Boutique. And lastly, if you're working with an accountant or a bookkeeper, schedule a quick review of your chart of accounts with them. And if you have questions regarding how your chart of accounts is set up, let me know and I'd be happy to help you. You can email me at info at financialadventure.com and I'll personally respond to your email. And you know I'm going to ask... What's at least one thing you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. 
Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I'm looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. Thank you.